This is DWZ Podcast here with J-Rod here, the lead at WrestleZone's very own podcast of professional wrestling with AEW, NXT, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, the National Wrestling Alliance, various promotions, wrestlers, matches, and championships. I am your host, J-Rod here. So, let's begin with some interesting topics right now that we are going to talk. Now, let's talk with the, the this past uh, Wednesday on February 9th. On AEW Dynamite, as you know, we saw some interesting developments that took place. We're now seeing a somewhat version of the Inner Circle Silver War. As you know, there's been a lot of tensions that have been changing. As you know, the storylines has been changed. Uh, or Santana Ortiz is now taking advisement of what their old friend, Eddie Kingston, mentioned. Now, there was a lot of things that was true. Many fans out there, as you guys know, would love to see Santana Ortiz become the AEW Tag Team Champions. And Eddie Kingston put this out saying it was Chris Jericho's fault. Now, how many times have Santana Ortiz always helped Jericho with his problems? You know, with MJF, um, the Elite, many others. But did Jericho ever help them out with their tag titles? That kind of puts it in, in the call into question. So... But there's those are saying that there is a possibility we could see them split. Now, in this segment, Sammy Guevara actually quit saying that if they need to figure things out. Now, there was someone that posted this photo of of Santana teaming up with Eddie, but also bring in Diamante, like form their own faction based on Puerto Rican descent. And that kind of fits in like, you know what? It could work, you know, bring a somewhat version of LAX, but bring it back better than ever. But I'm down for it. But as for that match um, that's going to take place next this coming Wednesday on a this on the 16th of AEW Dynamite, we're going to see Jericho and Hager face off Santana Ortiz. So I have to say, it's pretty good what I'm seeing. Uh, hopefully, there is more to this stuff. Now I don't know if many fans would like to see the inner circle, you know, call it out like. You know, call it quits, but I'm not sure. Uh, but we will see what happens when we get there. Now, the biggest surprise we saw on that very same night of AEW Dynamite was Jay White. So he's been appearing. Now, the Bucks, in the other hand, have a bit of a problem. They can't trust Jay White. Now, if you guys know their history or not with Jay White, Jay White was the arch enemy of Kenny Omega. Now, this dates back in 2018 when Kenny was attempting to recruit a new member, and that member was Jay White. Jay White had no intentions joining the Bullet Club. The reason is the Bullet Club during Kenny's reign was weak. They weren't strong, but here's the best part. Uh, Jay White, the, they'd had a connection with um, with Finn Balor and uh, Balak Fale. So he had the connection. That's how he ended up with the Bullet Club. But the but here's the way I see it that's going to take place. Jay White's going to put uh, Adam Cole, his guard, down. And the Bucks are going to like, okay, maybe he has changed. Maybe we can be brothers again. But why do I have that distinct feeling that Jay White is going to screw Adam Cole for his chances of the AEW world title? I'll tell you why. There is still some unresolved issues with the Elite and the Bullet Club. Now, we all expected, we wanted to see the actual Bullet Club uh, Civil War between, well, we should have seen that Civil War between the Elite and the OG Bullet Club. So that kind of fits in into that parameter, but we never saw that. But if JY can bring that up, yes. 
But do we expect any other members of the Bullet Club? I would like to see the Gorillas of Destiny show up. I would like to see possibly Kenta, you know, anybody from those groups that, or El Phantasmo. I would like to see that. It would lead to a big war. But the biggest pop in that particular night on AEW Dynamite was, of course, Limitless himself, Keith Lee. I have to say, it's great to Keith Lee. Now, I want to confess all of you, I did not expect he would show up because if you guys know this or not, you know, Jay White, uh, you know, Keith Lee, in the other hand, was in fact got married. And I thought he was in his honeymoon. But I don't know what happened. I just thought, you know, he was on his honeymoon. He was going to come back and show up in a couple of weeks. But it didn't happen that way. I don't know what, but I thought it was great. And his first match was at the Face of the Revolution qualifying match against Isaiah Cassidy. But if you guys didn't notice, Keith Lee, he was smiling. Like, he was extremely happy. So, I don't know. Hold on a second. Sorry about that. It was my cat acting kind of weird. But anyway, so I, I'm just curious about that. And I know some of you are saying, what about his wife, Mia Yim? Well, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. It's kind of hard to describe what's going to happen. I mean, I know we could see her in uh, Impact or AEW, wherever she wants to go. But if I was... You know, Mia Yim, I would definitely go with the husband, you know, be with him a lot of the time. That way they won't be separated. Th that's how I would see it, but we'll see what happens with Mia Yim. So I'm just, um, you know, I'm just happy that Keith Lee's there. I'm happy he's happy. He's back to what he was. I know a lot of you people are happy there, too. I have to say WWE really dropped the ball on him. I'm not like that Bearcats bullshit. It really fucked things up. That kind of put me in that in that thing. I'm just, wow. So anyway, next topic is, if you guys know this or remember this or not, I'm a big fan of the stardom faction known as the Cosmic Angels, but some interesting developments happened recently, and this is what happened that kind of shocked me. But let's go from the beginning how this all began. Last year, during the Kawasaki Super Wars, there was a, a Cosmic Angels showdown between Mai Sakurai and Waka Tsukiyama. The match ended with Mai Sakurai winning, but all of a sudden, a masked person with a silhouette showed up and attacked both these women. It doesn't make uh, it was not clear why. And then on the and then later on the. Tokyo Super Wars during a match after the match in a three-on-one match. We had Waka, Mai, and Lady C were there, but they were attacked by two people. No, scratch that. It was during Mai and Waka. It was a triple threat. It was Mai, Waka, and Ruka for the future title and attacked once again 
the same people. It's kind of strange. And then later for the Osaka Super Wars, it happened again with my Sakurai and late, but this also with Lady C. It was still unclear what was going on, and then it was, re and then the same mass people showed up. It was during uh, the year climax, which is the final uh, event of stardom, and it turned out to be Julia. And Julia attacked the Cosmic Angels for a couple of reasons. Julia has a problem with Tam picking crappy wrestlers, believing that everything th that her choices of picking wrestlers was a full of crap. But this is what happened during the a match when they revealed who were the mass uh, silhouettes were. It was Tekla and Mirai. It turned out that Julia had been scouting Maya Sakurai. It's like she was telling her to question her position with Cosmic Angels. Now, my Sakurai doesn't have the best track record as winning good matches. I know she had a couple of good ones. And then all of a sudden, uh, that's when she was feeling like determination. Like, is this really for her and all this and that? And all that's what's been going on. And then there was that match with Tam Nakano. And I saw what a great match that was with Tam and, and Mai. And, of course, Tam was really happy to see that she is strong. But... She did. Say, she did tell her, "I'm willing to work. I'm ready to work with you." But Mai said this that I'll let you know when I make my decision. So that decision was not been announced. And and re, and one of the events that took place, it was during uh, the Cosmic Angels, consistent of Unagi and Tam, along with Mai taking on Julia, Tekla, and Mirai. That's when it happened. My Sakurai had enough with the Cosmic Angels and decided to join them. And that pissed off Tam Nakano. So basically what's happening, they're criticizing the Cosmic Angels because of, if you guys have ever seen them, they have this uh, in, very uh, incredible dance opening during their entrance. And Julia uh, kind of criticizes them. I'm like, wait a minute, Julia. That is really fucked up. You have Hime Boy. You know, her, her three of her people, the current artist champions, dancing too. So you're saying you have a problem with... And that kind of makes me question, what kind of hypocrisy is that? So, basically, hearts were broken. But the one person that was broken the most was Waka Tsukiyama. And she's hurt and all of this. And then she ended up in this awkward tag team match with Mai. And of course, both Cosmic Angels and DDM were on the, on their side. It was a match between with with star members Ozuki and Hanan. It ended with Waka uh, being pinned, but those are saying that maybe it's time for Waka to step up to become the main character of Kozen. I'm like, hmm, that is interesting. If that happens, that means this could be like the pinnacle where Mai's defection broke her. But recently on Twitter, they're like everybody from Cosmic Angels, Mina, Unagi, and and Tam, they're all checking in on her. Like they're taking care of her. Because Julia criticized Tam for not taking care of Mai Sukurai from the very beginning. So that kind of makes me question what makes you so certain that she wasn't taking care of her. So that kind of puts, puts in the spotlight. Now... What does this mean for the future of the Cosmic Angels? Well, I know there are fans out there. They're hoping that there will be new members. I mean, I would like to see that. 
But there's those are saying like there's they're they're criticizing Bushy Road over the how do I say this the amount of people now last year Odatai gained more members. I mean we're talking about Fukigen Death. We had uh, Starlight Kid, and then finally the recent one, Momo Wananabe. That w that kind of puts it. Wait a minute, there's too many people in Odatai, and now and then we are seeing the same thing. Last this time, last year we had Azuki, and this year we have Momo Koko. But here's the interesting part: Momo Koko declined from ever joining the Cosmic Angels. She rather joined Stars. And of course, Unagi said this. You're gonna regret this, but we'll see how that goes. But but there, there's others also that put out an interesting thought. Why not merge Cosmic Angels and Queen's Quest? I'm like, you know, that's a good idea. Both groups are declining of members. I mean, Queen's Quest gained Lady Seep and Hina. She's currently doing her entrance exams. I mean, how long we're gonna wait for her to come back? That's the, that's the bigger question. But we'll see what happens. But I feel maybe we can see. I think right now the Cosmic Angels are focusing on being stronger. See what it's like just with the four of them. If they succeed, because if I, I would like to see this. I would like to see Waka Tsukiyama win the future title. And hopefully with that, it could gain recognition with other people that would be interesting in joining them. But I feel like they should stop with the... Um, doing assessment matches and just pick the right ones. Waka didn't have that much. She well, Waka was just picked by Tam Nakano, knowing that she actually pulled off a good match. And that kind of, I feel like they need to stop that and just tell them, "Would you like to join?" And that's it. But it, it really saddened me that my Sakurai left. But people said, "Why did she join?" Cosmic Angels in the first place. I mean, there were those that said they found an interview where she said Julia was really cool. I'm like, okay, if that's true, then why did she join Cosmic Angels? But there are those that say she's going to regret from ever leaving. And if that happens, if Cosmic Angels does succeed without her and they're doing really well, then my will regret ever leaving Cosmic Angels and being with a group that ha they believe they're better off not having friends believing their dominance is better. Now, the last thing I want to talk about, this happened with, um, of course, um, one of the most interesting wrestlers I've been following now recently from Pro Wrestling Noah. This one is a guy named Yohei. Now, Yohei, he's one of the most amazing junior heavyweight competitors in Pro Wrestling Noah. Um, this is what happened. During an event, uh, he was in an... Uh, Eight-man tag with his faction, with the faction Los Perros in Madre Japón with uh, Nosawa Run guy, super crazy, and Kotaro Suzuki, and Yohei accidentally super kicked Run guy. It was a misfire, but later Run guy beat the crap out of him, and they were it was a, a, a they were there was their way of trying to kick him out, you know, and they whacked him with the chair multiple times. I mean, it, it, here's the thing. This is not the first time Yohei has been betrayed. He has been betrayed before with Ogawa, from, who's the leader of Stinger, along with uh, Kotaro Suzuki, who was a member of, of Stinger, but he got kicked out. And then the same thing happened with Seki Ozi, um, 
Siki Yoshioka during when they were known as Full Throttle with Hajime Ohara. And of course, the same thing happened again with um, Kodoge as well. But that was like a long time ago. But the biggest surprise, Asushi Kodoge shows up, tries to stop them from hurting him even further. He put himself in front of them, blocking their blows from hurting him. And then the, the members of the Noah Jr.'s regular army showed up. So what happened next, the Junior Noahs just stood there watching after they saved, um, of course, Yohei from being beat up. But the biggest surprise, uh, hold on a second. Okay. Anyway, Yohei was a bit of surprised that the re the Junior Noahs showed up. Now, I was a bit more like, why would they show up? It made no sense. I mean, they recently gained a couple of new members. But, I mean, Yohei has been betrayed multiple times. And... All of a sudden, he asked Kodoge that he's offering to join the Junior Noahs. It was very unusual, but Kodoge accepted his offer. And almost most of the Noah Junior regular army actually accepted him, except for Hajime. If you guys remember, Hajime and uh, Hajime Ohara, along with Yohei and Sekio. Uh, Yoshioka were part of the group known as Full Throttle. And Yoshioka betrayed Yohei and and Hajime. But the real but here's what happened. This is if you guys remember this. Yohei was offered by Ron Guy to join his little group and he turned his back on Hajime. So the real question does remain. Does Hajime trust him or will Hajime turn on the Junior Noahs? That's the thing that becomes the question. I'm sure Kodoge has his reasons of saving him. You know, you can say that maybe the reason Hajime, the Yohei has been one of those, the, one of the most interesting Junior Noahs. He, there was one accomplishment he hasn't done yet. He has been two-time GHC Junior Tag, tag Team Champion with Hayata and uh, forgot who else, but never the actual title itself. But if he does join the Noah Jr. regular army, then it's a possibility he could obtain that title. That is something he hasn't accomplished yet. I mean, the guy is still 34 years old. He's still young. He should be pursuing that title. But the real question does remain, will Ohara will not accept Yohei being part of the group, or will he leave? Because recently, after Los Perros de Mar de Japón, kicked them out during the post-match interview run guy did say there's going to be a new member but the real question remains who is going to be the new member now 
I did mention Hajime does not like Yohei being there after he walked out on him. So he is right now at the top of my list of people that could potentially become the newer member. But who else could be possible? Right now, I don't know. Seeing the Junior Noahs, uh, one of the most over-the-top divisions in pro wrestling, Noah, I haven't figured that out. So, basically, that's still an open question with who, in fact, will join Los Perros. But as for Yohei, uh, recently after the event, uh, everybody's been questioning this about Yohei. Uh, as you know, the colors of the Noah Junior Regular Army is completely white with the logo with the N on it with this both black and gold a lot of people question yohei what does he look like with all white with white because if you guys ever seen yohei he actually has his part of his hair dyed in different colors like either one night will be blue the other night will be green or red even his tongue is actually colored in in green but wearing white that's a different story but from what people said about Yohei after that, he had he was part of a pre-match. I don't remember who it was was his opponent, but there those are saying that Yohei is pretty much happier now. Now that he's no longer with the with with Los Pedros, and the question does remain: Was this group holding him back? I mean, that is the obvious question. So the the obvious the obvious question is: Was Los Pedros holding back Yohei? But we don't know yet. But I can't wait to see what he's going to do. Hopefully he does better when he did with Los Perros. But for now, uh, let's just pay attention to what he's going to do. So right now, I think that's pretty much it. What you got for this. So we'll see about that. So I must bid all of you adieu. So I must see you guys later. So goodbye. And have a nice day.